sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that is Sean Sides. Why are we talking like this? I don't know, but it's pretty fun and a little bit catchy. Weird. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Everything good? Everything I'm, happening? I'm doing all right. Uh, I want to start off on a little bit of a rant right now. Ooh, I like rants. Yeah. Um, so I think we can all agree that nothing unites the country more than three things. Uh, Olympic hockey, mm-hmm. world junior hockey, yeah, and roll up the rim at Tim Hortons. Yeah. It is presently roll up the rim season, and we're on our second or third year of not rolling up the rim anymore to the point where I don't even understand how we play this. And frankly, I miss the old way of doing things. They took away our old-fashioned lids, which were perfect the way they were. Now we have these big cover-up things, and now they, they you have to like scan in an app to get to find out if you roll up the rim. It's not roll up the rim. It's scan the cup to win. And I'm upset about this because it ruins the fun game of winning the coffee. You go like, ah, oh, did I win or did I lose? Or what's going on here? It's bullshit. And it needs to be addressed. Yeah, you're not wrong in any way. Like, that's really fucking annoying. Like, I love roll up the rim. I had like everyone talks about like their hot streaks and stuff. And now I treat it as like, remember the old days when you used to get like the prize under the Coke bottle? And I then- was going to rewind 30 years and say, yeah. I want the fucking bottle cap prizes back. Because remember when they went to like some stupid fucking code and yeah. now they're just like, fuck you, buy our pop or don't buy our pop. You can't win shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck happened there? Yeah. yeah. We have to go like online and enter in the code from the pop. No one's doing that. Who's no. doing that? Like I have never done it once. No. I'm sure that there's plenty of prizes that I have missed out on just on fucking principle. Yep. But holy shit, I am upset with Tim Hortons. I want this pandemic. Now that we're kind of nearing the tail end of this thing, like passports are being going the way of the dodo. Soon masks are going to be taken away in certain provinces. I'm, you're in Alberta, so I'm sure that was already gone. Yeah, the passports uh, are gone. The masks are gone. And I'm yeah. free again. It's weird. Yeah. So now that these things are going the way of the dodo, can we bring back Roll the Rim? Because this whole app bullshit, I'm not happy with. No. And can you imagine too, like I'm sure Tim Hortons has experienced an extreme cost savings point on this because they're not having to give out prizes because people aren't fucking scanning their shit. Oh, you know, 100%. you get the cup now and you're like, I'm going to like, where's the roll up? You start turning the cup like, okay, wait, there's no fucking roll up. And they're like, oh, you, you must download the Tim Hortons. How many apps do I have to have for how many fucking restaurants? Yeah. That's what yeah. annoys the shit out of me too. It's like, you know, I went to uh, a brew house here in Edmonton and they were like, if you sign up for our app and you download this thing and you do all this and you jump through these 47 hoops, you might be able to. And I'm like, like, I don't want to have 800 fucking apps on my phone. Every time I go out, I have to download a new app to fucking be able to participate in something like. Yeah, fuck me. like roll up the rim was just like it was the fun part was roll up the rim. It's still called roll up the rim. Yeah. And we're not rolling up any fucking rim. I was looking at my cup today going. How do I even claim the prize? Like it doesn't even like it doesn't even say like there's no QR code. I don't even know how we do it anymore. I think it's just a fucking scam now. Yeah, you're not wrong, and it needs to be addressed because we're not happy. And like you said, Canadians unify on such things. Don't yeah. mess with our 
Tim Hortons, eh? Listen here, buds. I'm upset and I want my fucking Timmy Hose back the way it was. That's I right, my, I want That's my right, fucking small bud. lids and I want my fucking uh, roll of the rim back to normal. And I'm going to take a fucking double-double and give it fucking to you, all right? If they don't stop this, then we're going to have to do a Manitoba meetup. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, we'll yeah, meet by the rent. tree in Edmonton and we'll fucking protest. <laughs> True that. Uh, yeah, hopefully they're listening. Oh, man, I can't, like, I'm sure we have plenty of Canadians that listen. And, like, we can all agree that, the like, what made Roll Up the Rim fun. Like, I remember, like, when Roll Up the Rim started in the early 90s. And it was just, like, Roll Up the Rim to win. Like, the hard R's and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, they had, just... like, a racist undertone to it because of the R. It was, like, everyone in Canada and all the commercials were, like, trying to do the Spanish R. Roll Up the Rim. rim. They, they kind of cut that out at some point without any publicity. I wonder why. Uh, I don't Weird. think they did. I mean, there's still like 87 R's on the fucking cup. Yeah, but you don't hear the actual guy. Anyways, I digress. Yeah. Bring back I, the fucking roll up. Yeah, like it was the fun. You, you fucking fold the cup in half, you roll it up, and then you see what you got. And like, like I would pride myself on hot streaks. Like the best I ever did was eight free coffees in a row. I never won a huge prize, but... Like if I'm drinking coffee for free, I'm also upgrading that shit to a fucking XL. I'm like, uh, one XL single cream, please and thank you. Like, Full disclosure, I haven't really much participated in the roll brim because I didn't drink coffee for like until I was twenty or thirty one, maybe thirty something like that. I I went on like a fifteen year no coffee streak. Yeah, you had like but, a bad stomach. Yeah, yeah bum exactly. Yeah, so I had to cut that shit out. And then I went to ice caps and then that. But now, like, in the last few years, I've been drinking coffee and I haven't really gotten to participate in a full season of roll-ups. So I was going to make fun of you for always being late to the fucking game with everything. Driving, coffee, I don't know sports like there's a few things yeah tv like, shows movies yeah like you like you are usually like last week we talked about a movie that came out last year yeah. because you just saw it like yeah. it is like as a podcast goes we're behind on all content like we haven't <laughs> even properly discussed spider-man no way home yet probably the biggest movie of the year because you refuse to go to a movie theater because you have like a weird stance and live with an older person like come on like just wear a fucking radioactive suit and go see the proper movie but when we do discuss it it's gonna be hot it's gonna be great and it's also gonna be like 2025 and we're on avengers 19 like jesus christ john it'll be good it'll be good (laughs) but yeah uh i really want my timmy hose to be like can we make timmy hose 2018 again please because that's like that was its prime era when yeah. Roll Up the Rim was on a fucking cup and we can tear it off and then we handed you the fucking rim and people were just like thanks for the garbage. It's a free one. Like and see, like with this whole thing about you know, they don't want to collect the things because people have touched them. Do you guys still take cash? Do you still yes. take change? So yes. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I get like I get that our mouth was on the rim, but our yeah. mouth has been on the rim for fucking decades oh so there's plastic like when you go into tim hortons there's a plastic like fucking barrier between you and them so you could like hold it up to the plastic and they could read it or take a picture and they can have like a nearby garbage can like i'll throw it out myself i don't know just as long as you see it's a free coffee and i'll just like have one at the drive-thru have one at the cash and we just throw it out ourselves yeah that's totally reasonable i feel all you have to do is present it yeah, I don't so, like it. 
I don't like it. It's a good rant. It's a very good point. I, I, I got my up. I got my fucking first cup of roll up the rim coffee today. Uh and I could not be more disappointed. Did you win? I have no idea. I don't have the <laughs> fucking app. And and even if I got the app, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. Because it just fair. like it like there's not like a QR code on the cap on the app uh, on the cup or whatever the way it works is they scan your card so you have to have a card in your wallet or an app thing to scan on your app and then once you've made your purchase and you're, there's a coffee or on your order then it automatically generates one roll-up for you so then there's like a screen you can click on where you like uh, roll up your roll-ups and so you click on it and then there's an actual coffee cup in the app and you can so, like swipe so your e- finger i can't even do it after the fact no, yeah, you can do it after the fact. That's what I'm saying. Like it shows no, up. No, in no, your no, app. no. Like if I don't have the app now, You're I fucked. can't even do it. Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, this is fucking bullshit, Sean. It is. Uh, this is. Uh... Yeah, like you can have 400 cups that you've purchased, mm. but if they don't scan it at the time of purchase, your card, then you don't get shit. Oh, man, so you're out. Like you're out of it already. I'm sick and tired of all the things I I, I take like joy in being ruined by this whole covid thing i'm so tired of it and i know it's a simple thing but roll up the rim brought me so much joy Mm -hmm. it's the thing that i just like you could feel it in the nation like i saw like friends all over the place like posting that like i want a free coffee i want a free donut i know one motherfucker that got the bike like listen like these are great things that are happening and people would show them off on Instagram, Facebook, wherever the fuck you post shit going like, or like posting like, yeah, like they would change statuses to go and like, I got an eight no record at Tim Horns or I'm nine and one, or I'm like, Oh, and seven, I'm having the worst roll the rim season. Like yeah. we treated it like it was the best fucking two weeks of coffee drinking. And also like coffee, pro- uh, coffee, uh, Sales must have skyrocketed because everyone wants the fucking chance at roll up the rim. Sure. Everyone would make deals with everybody. Go like, hey, listen, I'll buy this round of coffee, but if you win the fucking money, you got to buy me something nice. Yeah, it was a thing for sure. Yeah, it used to be a thing. Yeah, and now I'm just tired of having to have like an app for this, an app for that. Like even McDonald's, if you go drive, a, are you collecting points on the app today? Go fuck yourself. Like I, yeah, I everywhere need- I go. 7-Eleven, yeah. fucking yeah. McDonald's. Like, I, like, I get like some of it's like a money saver, but I also don't want to eat enough McDonald's that I go, yeah. look at all the fucking points I've gotten. For like, sure. Just go fucking stop. Like It's like, like a way of like self-deprecating when you fucking, like imagine you are a McDonald's app holder and you're yeah. like, oh my God, I earned enough points to get a, like, yeah. I don't want to be that guy. Okay, I get to see Big Mac. <laughs> like I'm like one bad decision away from there, man. Like I'm just gonna go full fat fuck and yeah. just be like, excuse me, sir, I got a free Big Mac with all the points I've collected. It's like the guys that go nuts over Monopoly. Like I like I get it, but now that it's an app, I don't want anything to fucking do with it. No, leave technology out of my fucking games. Yeah, pretty much. Let me have like insta wins. If you can't do insta wins, I don't want to play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If there's like a third step, I'm not interested in it. It really ruined like the like again like when Coke and Pepsi started doing like, well, no, if you want to win, you got to see what's on the app. And I don't know why they did it. Maybe stores got upset with having caps hanging out all around all the Could time. Be. But like, that's bullshit. I want to segue a little bit, like because I know we're going to be talking about this next topic, but. 
do you remember in the chip bags this might you might not remember this but it was around like 1990 i want to say when tng first came out there was little cards inside chip bags that had like the characters and, or a phaser and it was like little cards you could collect inside of a chip bag do you remember that i was born in 1990 sean so you've never seen them even i uh, i i don't want to lie to you so okay. So it's either not in my memory. Yeah. Or I was just too young. Well, we just like found one picture to post on Instagram this week because I happened to have a bunch of them and they were like, of course you do. TNG, I'm not even surprised by that. TNG and DS9. Like I actually had a collection of them when I was a kid, you know, because I was like, I want to get them like they're Star Trek. And I, this is when I was like six, maybe seven years old, I want to say. Yeah. And so I, maybe seven, seven, eight around there. Anyways. I had like a decent collection of them as a kid and I fucking left them in my pocket and they got washed in the washing machine. I only had one surviving card left and it was Jordy LaForge. Mm -hmm. And I kept it like this entire time. I've had it in a box of Marvel uh, cards. Out, out of all of them, like out of all the characters, this is a good one to have. Like I know that yeah. like, you probably had like the full cast and like we all know that I'm team Riker all the way, but like you know, Jordy LaForge is fucking top notch. He's he's up there reading Rainbow like anyways. Yeah. So yeah, there's these cards, and then years and years and years later, I saw them on Kijiji. Someone had a binder of them for sale, and I was like, "Oh, Sean, you don't need this." And I mentioned it to Crystal. Of course, she went behind my back and bought these fucking amazing. So you stuff. have them? Yeah, I have like a, almost a whole set and a shitload of doubles, but they're like they're just cool and like. You know, can I ask how much they wanted for it? I don't. It was pretty cheap. It was pretty reasonable. They're not like fucking gold collectibles by any means. It's just yeah. like trinket collectibles, but they're fucking cool. I really like, I really want TNG action figures. I think I've mentioned this on every fucking podcast whenever we get on to like the TNG collectibles. But if I could get some TNG fucking action figures, I would be very, very happy. I'm, I'm about to be the new owner of a TNG action figure because this guy on Kijiji posted a TNG mouse pad. And I was like, I need that in my fucking life. He was asking 20 bucks for a TNG mouse pad, a wharf, old school action figure, and some other, like, something else that I don't even fucking remember. But Do I you have even to have buy a mouse for the mouse pad. Cause every, like, that'd be we, cool. We, we have like, we're all like laptop generation where the mouse is on the screen. Yeah, but I use a mouse on the keyboard. still. Oh, you use a mouse still? Yeah, I like having it handheld. It's, I don't know. So I'm going to get this mouse pad for our podcast strictly because I use a book now as my mouse pad and I'm going to have a TNG fucking mouse pad because I'm just a fucking fancy bitch who wants to have. <laughs> that's appropriate. Shit. Yeah, that's exactly. Very, that's appropriate. But anyways, yeah. coming with that mouse pad that I'm buying, he wanted 20 bucks. I offered him 10. He said, yeah, sure. So I'm going to go pick it up probably today. And it's a action for, like I said, a wharf action figure and a fucking TNG mouse pad. So okay, I'm well, gonna, I, want, it, I want pictures of these later for the. Will do. We're just rocking out. I got fucking okay. hostess TNG coming, mouse pad pictures coming. Holy okay. So we're already on this subject now. Uh, we might as Lightly. well get to it. So Picard season two. How awesome is it? Oh fuck. It like it's a whirlwind, you know. We're only two fucking episodes in, and it's a goddamn whirlwind. So uh, did you come? When you heard in season uh, episode two, can you want me to get you get you General Cisco? And I fucking was like, "Oh, please get me General Cisco." Yeah, don't I just know, say right? his name. I want to see General Cisco. 
fucking like, rights. Uh, There's so like, many Easter eggs and drops. Like I dread like in Enterprise or sorry in TNG, we never actually saw the Mirror Universe necessarily. Like we did, or this isn't the Mirror Universe. It's not the Mirror Universe. No, but it's just like the idea behind the Mirror Universe is that humans were fucking violent savages who went yeah. out the galaxy to conquer, it, and, then, and it follows that. But what what I really like is that they are, they touched upon it. Like that's where Picard thought he went. Yeah, like I'm just replacing the other guy that like in my mirror universe because like he's had that experience. They're the writing of this show right now. Like the Borg Queen looks fucking incredible. Yeah, um, the new Borg Queen. Like, and this is one thing that was awesome about because the Borg assimilate technology. Yeah. So we only saw one version of the Borg, but theoretically, as they assimilate different cultures, they should change drastically as yeah. time goes on. And seeing like whatever the fuck that was on the bridge. Yeah. Do you think she was trying to take over the ship or she was just trying to communicate? Because I think I don't think anything bad was trying to happen. I think they were trying to communicate and be like, we're here to come in peace. But we're like, instead of telling you, we're going to show you. Like, You're such I, a cute optimist. I think I, she was destroying the in fucking Federation. Because no, I think because they there was no way that they would request Picard for all of this just like like what the a fucking trap no sir or if anything it, like i think that they were the borg from the other universe that q created or some shit like there's so many fucking options that they can go and also seeing q again holy fuck was that good i what like that cool. he, oh, when yeah. he showed up as young q because they yeah. have that technology because i was upset when we saw the trailer and i was like they fucking aged him he's a god yeah. like ah but then they go uh, let, let me, me just catch, catch up. up to you, Picard. Snap the fingers, and then seeing Whoopi Goldberg as Guyan again, and then they're touching him on upon her aging. Like, like the writing of it, they give you these throwaway lines that are just perfect writing. Like, I love Picard, and what what this show has done for me is just going. I'm going back to TNG. I have put a pause on Enterprise because, I, to be honest with you, Sean, it's very disappointing. Like. I, <laughs> I, I watch episodes and I do not give a fuck. Like, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. You'll get into characters. It, I just another day. You know, like, yeah. And then I haven't watched season one of TNG in a few years. Cause I told you, like, I I tend to steer away from season one because like it's a little long-winded. And then I realized it's not the season that's long-winded, it's the fucking farpoint mission. Like, I always felt like Q should have come in a little bit later. And like, like those, like, although, albeit at the end, it's a really cool episode. It's it's just a little like, all right, let's like let's get. To I the disagree. Fucking... Obviously, I fucking yeah. love the first episode. Yeah. Like, it's great. And then there's yeah. other like, there is some shit in season one. It's not the best shit. episode of that season. Like, you, you you have to agree with me there. Like, mm. the fuck the introduction to lore is amazing. Yeah, the binar episode is amazing. Like the. Uh, the the tribute to episode three where they just do a tribute to the original series by having the drunk episode like yeah. there are some great episodes in season one and i totally forgot that all of them happen in season one the traveler episode in season one i thought that yeah, happened good. later yeah it's hard to know where the timeline is when you haven't watched it in a while yeah so i'm watching all these episodes and i'm just like i was up till like three in the morning just watching tng just nice. enjoying it just going i forgot like I forgot how much joy this brought me. Although I do prefer my Riker with a beard, but man, there are some <laughs> great episodes. 
one thing I'm excited about, like with all of this being said, is I watched Star Trek, like the new Star Treks with Crystal. She's really into Discovery. Like she had never seen Star Trek before we got together. Yeah. Discovery came out and I've been watching that with her showing her like how awesome it is. And she fucking loves Discovery. And then mm-hmm. Picard started. So we started watching that and, she, you know, she's like super into it. Right. Mm-hmm. So we come to season two and she's like, Q shows up and she's like, who's that? Oh, she doesn't even know. So she's going to have to go back. Yeah, I have Thomas. I get to go back and I get to show her like all of the quintessential fucking TNG because we need to catch up. She doesn't even know who the fucking Borg Queen is. She never seen. She's seen the Borg, but she's never seen the Borg Queen because she's never seen First Contact. And she's never seen the Borg Queen shows up in uh, Voyager. Voyager. You know, never seen Voyager, dude. There's like that's what I love about this shit. Like I was so anti the branch offs for so long because it wasn't my Star Trek. Like I and like. I, I was like, uh, I want Enterprise or Bust. And it then, happens to every generation. And then I, a buddy of mine got me to watch Voyager. And I got to say, I fucking loved Voyager. Yeah. Then you got me to watch DS9. I'm going to give you credit here. DS9 was fucking amazing. It's pretty fun. I missed good. out. I, I do like that I watched them as an adult. Yeah. Because I have a better appreciation. Like, I can go, I can go back to the 90s. I do not give a shit about like the visuals or what's off and what's weird or how cheesy the music is, especially in TN- season one of TNG. Yeah. Holy fuck. Is the background music cheesy? Yeah. It's bad at times, but I can go back to where that was acceptable and it is amazing. And then like the first episode where, uh, was it, uh, DeForest Kelly? Is that his name? Uh, yeah. who played McCoy? DeForest Kelly? Yeah. DeForest Kelly. Yeah. He just showing up. In full, like, you're 137 years old makeup. Just to be like, it's a really good ship. You treat her like a lady. Yeah. And, like, they don't even say that he's McCoy. They don't no. just say he's an admiral. They don't give yeah. him a name. You're just supposed to, like, no. he's scared of transporters. Like, they like all the hints are there. And, like, yeah. there's so much makeup. Like, you could make a mistake and be like, who the fuck is this guy? For sure. But it was... You know, to get to Forrest Kelly to show up, and I'm like, I'm I'm a little ways away, but I've got the Scotty episode on its way. Like, I am so happy to be on the TNG train again because it, it's been a few years since I watched T- TNG. It's such a good throwback, like to go back and watch it. It's just, it's like going home. Yeah, I am worried about going to season two because I hate the Doctor in season two, Politsky or Pol- I know <laughs> I, I've got, I know I've gone on this rant before. I hate her so much. I hate that she. You might feel different now that you're older. Maybe, but like, I know what's gonna bother me. The few episodes she calls data data. (laughs) Like, (laughs) just, and then like she's like skeptical. Like, it just, I don't know. Like, and also the storyline of Crusher's gone on this other ship to go help out, but yet her son is staying behind. Like, what kind of dumb shit is that? Yeah, he's a minor. It's like wharf level parenting almost. Yeah. I'm 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 not a suitable parent, so I'm gonna leave you with your grandparents to raise you because I'm a fuck up myself. But yeah. the, but, but Beverly Crusher's a great mom. I guess like he was all like, Mom, I want to stay on the enterprise because they have me as an acting ensign. It's the and I'm trying to be more forgiving of Wesley in uh in TNG that like because every single time you're just like Oh, I can help with that. I read all the manuals on the transporter. I can help with all of this. Oh, I can fix anything that even though these trained engineers that help build the shit can't figure it out, I can do it. Like, there's something about a boy genius 
that I fucking hate. That's funny. I never hated Wesley Crusher. I like I liked his character as because I saw it at the right age, I guess. I, I guess. I, I, I guess he was like for like the little kids, kids that were watching it. Like, yeah, like, for sure. Oh, one day I'm going to be on a starship. I could I'm be really, smart. I could help the yeah. engineers too, like but, participation. Like, as right? an adult, like, like I got the most joy when I hear Picard go, shut up, Wesley. Then back yeah. to, and then Beverly Crusher, shut up, Wesley. And you're just like, I know he's right and they should listen to him, but oh. Tell him it's to shut fun. up. Like, it's I also get that sure. that was like really hard for um, uh, Will Wheaton growing up because everyone yeah. was just like, shut up, Wesley. And it's just like, and I took a toll on him. Yeah. But I'm trying to be more forgiving of this character going through because, like, it's like Don and Buffy. You just got to deal with it. Yeah. And also, like, as a child actor and as, as an actor, you know, you put yourself out there and you play these roles and people yeah. get typecast. And that's like part of the gig. You know, you get paid yeah. and it's part of the price afterwards. It would suck to like perpetually have people for the rest of your life yell something at you from a fucking movie. Yeah. Like Harrison Ford, obviously, we've talked about this in the past. He doesn't like being fucking connected to Star Wars in ways because of all the fucking people who come up to him throughout his life. But at the same time, it's it's par for the course. You fucking take the job. You got to be ready to go there. Yeah, no, it's exactly. like being a fucking goaltender at Edmonton. If you're going to take that fucking job, you got to be ready to take a lot of shit from the fans. It's just the way it is. Yeah, no, exactly. Like it, it just, It's this rough thing with fandom that you have to deal with not being a likable character so you're gonna have to deal with that backlash yeah like i get why he left for sure it was funny like sorry back to q and that whole john delancey likes it's just so nice to see this dude like i dreamt of this shit when i was like when tng was over i remember i was living in my apartment downtown and i was like I, I had watched through the entire show and I was like, fuck, I just wish there was more like, and then there was talk of like new Star Trek possibly coming out and then Discovery was born. And yeah. then eventually they were like, we're making Picard. Like, I can't tell I, you I, how fucking excited I was. Yeah. When Picard was announced, I was going nuts. And, Me too. I dreamt of it, man. I literally dreamt of it. Because like, especially now, um, I think they're still fighting for Worf. Yeah, there's there's some talk of it for sure. Just the idea though, like, like I wished I'd seen something like the Mirror Universe. We saw yesterday's Enterprise, which was like kind of like the Mirror Universe and the darkness of it all. And this is very similar now to what we're seeing in like reality and the new show. But it's just like seeing the skulls instead of the little ships. Seeing oh, like fucking cool as I see. And one of them was Gal oh. Ducat, wasn't it? What's that? One of them was Gal Ducat. From yeah, Golden Cot and General Martok. Yeah, from the Klingons. Yeah, I was the details. Too much. The details alone. Yeah. I wonder who the Borg was. I wanted to know was was the Ferengi skull fucking Quark? Yeah, like, like well, it they said been... it was the Grand Negus because of the well, this, they didn't say, but the Grand Negus's staff was there, so okay. it would either be Zek or possibly Rom, depending on what happened with it all. Yeah, but it's just crazy, like, and then like the concept of evil is such an interesting thing in all like because it's in and, all of and us how picard just accepts the role like to play the role that he is kind of portrayed of him just being like a dictator general kind of thing yeah like dude under like i don't know how he had that concept with of just like okay if i'm gonna do this i gotta fucking do this and just like egging the fucking fans on 
Like yeah. they're shouting Picard, Picard, like. And How like, scary like, would it be to meet evil Picard, though? Oh, I, I, I you think we will? I think we're fucking, gonna meet evil Riker. I don't know. It's just like the idea of them being the, the mastermind that they are for good, but you turn that switch and be the mastermind for yeah. evil. Fuck. And, and now that they gotta go back in time to 2024, where someone there is waiting for him. Who's waiting for him? Who's yeah. gonna help him in 2024? What happens in 2024? Like, can you, yeah. you, you like, do you remember? Is that like where? TNG began was that in 2024 oh no oh no that's like 2024 is two years from now yeah you're right so that was like no even that, that that's where they had to go to right did I fuck up yeah. the year? no you got that right they're coming to our time like it, it's fucking unbelievable and which like, is interesting too because like I don't know how what direction they're gonna take because they like for 2024 they can't show us this world because in the Star Trek timeline the eugenic wars have happened in the 90s the world's a pretty fucked up place so i don't know like you think the eugenic war started because of the pandemic so the pandemic starts in 2019 then in 2022 <laughs> russia invades ukraine and then well, the all e- of a sudden by 2024 the eugenic war start well the eugenic war was supposed to happen in the 90s in oh. the like star trek lore okay. so that's what's interesting about it all is like what world are they coming back to that is 2024 on earth is it going to be like a fucking wasteland is it going to are they just going to like skip past that little fact that some of us older trekkies know and they're just going to be able to show us like the world we live in today and be like yeah the pandemic just ended and yeah. you know i don't know it's, it's is it after world war three is it the start of world war three like i don't know what they're oh. trying to do here i i like it it just got me so excited now that we're getting two star treks a week now yeah, we that's Picard, that. and then we are on the tail end of Discovery. Um, yeah, I know and then Discovery me- is gonna keep. Or sorry, Discovery is ending, but then Picard is continuing, and then we have Strange New Worlds. Wait, is this the final season of Discovery? No, okay, I don't believe don't, so. Okay, when you said so and, between this season, Discovery is ending. Yes, this okay. season will be concluding. Okay, <laughs> you choose your words because, <laughs> like, I I didn't read that fucking anywhere. Did you go back and watch those short treks that I told you to watch a long time ago? I'm sorry. You're not the only only one that's been telling me to watch short treks. My Uncle Mike has been on my, like, not our Uncle Mike. Yeah, your Uncle Uncle Mike. My Uncle Mike on my mom's side, huge Star Trek nerd. And he's been on my case to watch the short treks. Well, there's just something in one of those that, like, shows what, like, it's post-discovery. If that makes sense. So you have to watch it. It's like fucking 10 minutes long, but it shows you like, we already know where discovery ends up. Yeah. Because of the short trek. Okay. So it's kind of important to watch as you go, because you're like something else has to happen at some point based on what we've learned in that episode. So, okay. I'll watch short track. It kind of gives uh, you like an interesting, it, point. it is getting like, I don't like the political side of star trek discovery that's going on this season i get that they're trying to rebuild starfleet and all this stuff and so it's a necessary evil but all the political shit like it can be hard sometimes i get it's just like with tng and ds9 and voyager it was very episodic and then like like with like even like their political shit cool stuff was coming with that yeah like DS9 was at war when things got political. Like, like now there's just like we don't want to ruffle any feathers, but also like this thing can destroy a planet and we just want to do things right and all. And also, like, we got to come together as Starfleet and all like let's do a lot of talking. Let's like, you know, you, you know how many times they 
saw the president of the United Federation of Planets and TNG? Fucking never. Yeah. No, it's true. You're very, very right there, sir. Yeah. That so, part can be a little bit sick. It's funny, like, you just, like, made me think of something political because I was talking to someone about this, and it's kind of a touchy subject. I have to, like, choose my words carefully with what I'm about to say. But the guy was talking to me, and he was complaining. He was complaining about the fact that there is a lot of um, characters in Discovery that are being written in because of our current times to mm -hmm. show, like, a future for their people that will be happy you know mm -hmm. what i mean and he was super against it he was like i don't like the fact that there's like multiple gay characters on discovery it bothers him and i looked at him dead in the eyes he happens to be a black man and i said yeah like in the original series when they had uhura and oh no it's not the same thing. it is the same thing because it's character representation you know and i was like i kind of like switched his mindset a little bit because I, i'm like dude you have no fucking idea what you're talking about like it's showing about we talked about this on a previous episode about how like I actually enjoy the fact that there's so much more inclusion. You got this. Yeah. It can bother people, but I just you need to recognize that it's yeah. Star Trek sets a tempo for the world sometimes. You Speaking, know what I mean? Yeah. And I want to see like other species come back. Like I think that we could properly explore the binars. Like they got a one and done episode. I'm not done with those characters. So they're, they're a fascinating species. Yeah. Like, I know that, I just watched that episode, so it's clear. My I was like, head. binars refresh my memory. They're, they're the ones that take over uh, the Enterprise when they go to update the computer. Oh, that's cool. And then they yeah, come yeah, in yeah. pairs. And so, like, one's like zero beep, one. Beep, and the beep, other beep, ones... beep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, but there's like a great fucking alien species that's a part of Starfleet because they help out with all the computer shit that are all like they communicate at a high speed, but they record all the information. So it doesn't matter what you actually say. We'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, and it, 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 they're just an interesting species. Like I was hoping that we would see them again. And if you tell me that they're an Enterprise, I'll tell you to go fuck yourself because there's not a whole lot of things that Enterprise is going to do to get me to continue. How far in are you? I am still at the tail end of season two. Like it is okay. so like I get that there's two seasons and I should just push through and finish. There's the one episode I really want to watch is when they explain the Klingon forehead thing. Yeah. I just way. want you like it's I know I, I know it's tough I fucking despise that show for so long but you're almost turning the corner where it starts to become a little bit more interesting and then you'll appreciate the rest of it that much more I know it's hard to believe yeah, because I, I remember the dog shit pile that I felt like it was at like, the time because I was like give me like are you fucking like it's so backwards it's so like old and slow and the yeah. characters like mayweather you're just like what are you nine years old you act like you're a fucking like grade three-er yeah. malcolm is just like annoying the accent on fucking the first officer it's the, just the engineer you know that you know what it sounds like a bad mccoy impression yeah oh and it's like awful but there's just a point where it all starts to work and you're like and it's so funny that you're saying this to me because they're like you are a reflection of me from many years ago yeah. but like trust me when i say this you will finish it all and you're gonna be like sean 
There's some great fucking episodes in there. And then you're going to appreciate the rest of it more because it just takes time. You have to like go through the dog shit that it's the first two seasons sometimes to get to season three. It's just, it is the way it is. If we learned anything from this podcast, it's when I listen to you and give things a real shot in the Star Trek universe, you tend to be correct. I will give that to you. However, it's not, it's not good. Like it's hard, man. I know, and it's like at the time it tarnished Star Trek because I was coming off DS9 finale, and I there was very like the new Star Trek. Okay, there's a new Star Trek. You want like more of DS9 and more of that story, and then they're like, oh, here's 200 years in the past. You're like, what the fuck is this? I didn't ask for this. So I like I get like I get like everyone kind of interested in an origin story of like I wasn't. I didn't want it. I didn't want it at all. I never asked. Can for I that. ask you this? Because I saw a picture today where Archer is standing with Picard and uh, Data. Is there a crossover episode where Picard meets Archer? No. So there's no way for me to know why that picture was taken. No, I can tell you that they're friends in real life. Maybe okay. it was like a picture of them hanging out. Well, because well, like Archer was in the full blue uniform. And then Data was in a yellow shirt, not like not the, the jersey from what we saw. Like they looked like the underneath with the turtleneck, the, the okay, the, the uniforms that I like. And um, Picard in just an all red again, just like what looks like what he would wear underneath the the uniform that I like. Yeah, there's no crossover. Well, sorry. I could have lied to you just to I, get you to watch you know, it. If you lied to me, I would have been so mad. Yeah. If I, I, if, if I feel like if I, I, went through, I went through two more seasons of this bullshit show. <laughs> but even like, PNG for its age is still, it still holds up. It's oh, yeah. Great. Like, it's quality. I, like, even like as I'm watching season one and it doesn't even find its fucking stride till season three, but season one is full of great episodes just full of them and i gotta tell you like it 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 brings me so much joy that picard's doing this thing that makes me want to go back to go all right i'm going to watch all of tng right now because i know that they're going to sprinkle in some stuff and they're going to oh yeah you have to have it relevant in your brain so you can appreciate it all oh and uh i know that you're not up to date but there is a joke in the latest episode so it's friday so it's a new episode of Discovery is going to drop today. But the one from last week, there is an opening line where there's a joke. And I don't get it. I tried to Google it. I don't understand it. Other Star Trek fans, I'm told, will get it. So right. you can watch that episode and then explain that to me like I'm five. Will do. Thank you. Because yeah, I, I would love to do that. Yeah. There's certain things we miss and along the way, but... Yeah, I just I, like when you said earlier you you've given up on Enterprise. Just Tom, man, like you're so close. It's only two more seasons, and you, like it season fucking one and two, they're all episodic, and yeah. then you get to the end of season two, all the way to season four mm-hmm. is one fucking episode basically. Okay, so it's one long story. Season three is like one long story ultimately, but it's just like and it's a good story. 
Okay. It's an interesting story. So, and like, I, I don't know, maybe it's not your cup of tea. Maybe you'll never get on board with it, but it's, it's good track in, in certain parts. I do know that people tend to like it when we, you and I disagree and we butt heads. So if anything, I'm just going to shit on Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. And, and you're you know, right to do that. I yeah. get it. Cause I fucking shit on it too. And but... no one else, else is amazing, but all the new Star Trek, none of them have cheesy fucking theme songs. Yeah. They all have beautiful pieces good. of music. For sure. That, like that just <laughs> go with the Star Trek theme. None of them are like closer to the or whatever the fucking yeah. song was. I've got faith of the heart. Yeah, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. It would have been so fucking awesome if as like a kind of joke to fuck you to the fans. Yeah. Uh, for Picard, if they were like, his name is Picard. He was a captain, but yeah. now he's an admiral. Something yeah. fucking terrible like that. By the way, know what I really love about uh, TNG is that they let people continue to be admirals forever. Yeah. Like, once you're an admiral, like, I'm watching the episode where uh, Admiral Jameson comes in. Like, he's, like, a really fucking old guy. Yeah. Like, like, he's, like, over a century years old and then, so, so like, slowly but surely is de-aging. Like, dude, retire. <laughs> like it's like you get a tenure once you're fucking an like, admiral once you're an admiral like, like yeah you know, here's your office you can have it as long as you want can't even walk anymore but here you go ahead you just continue being an admiral you can have all like and then like if he gives a dumb order like picard has to listen because he's a fucking admiral even though his faculties are probably going and it's weird too because we see like the you were talking like political shit we see political weirdness through a lot of admirals yeah where they have agendas you know what i mean and they're yeah. like not necessarily good people all of them you know, they yeah. have like a different idea like you see it throughout all of star trek where there's like admirals who the, come the in and throw the only one you don't see it in is in voyager and because that's because they're far away yeah from you see admiral tom paris who's like this fucking somewhat seems dim-witted i always thought when do we see admiral tom paris admiral paris not tom his dad oh okay He's like sprinkled throughout. I just it a got super bit. fucking hard right there. I was like, Admiral Tom Paris? Whoa, 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 whoa. Where did I miss this? That's funny. Also, um, I think it was in the uh, Discovery of Picard. I think it was the first episode of Picard where they have a ship called the Akara Sulu. Yeah. Like, doesn't that make you happy? Yeah, that's like, cool for sure. It's like, I was surprised. Like, did you notice Harry Kim in the most recent episode of Picard? I was like, are you fucking serious? When I saw him, his face and the when they panned across the fucking audience, I was like, holy fuck. Like, I, I, I'm sad that they didn't include him more in the story. And they, they might are, still, right? Are you, are you fucking with me, Harry Kim? Yeah, I'm fucking it? with you. I'm just fucking with you. I hate you. There's no need for that. <laughs> Harry Kim was like the least like likable character. I, I would rather Jar Jar Binks everywhere than Harry Kim <laughs> sometimes. I, he, he was such a bad ensign that in the five years that he was on Voyager, wasn't promoted once. Yeah. Did some cool <laughs> shit, but he was just like, oh, I'm just a lowly little ensign. I just oh, hope I'm this that big the, old fucking nerd. Yeah. Oh, these people I'm stuck on a ship with for five years, I don't have the courage to say anything to. Jesus Christ, Harold, tighten it up. Oh, so like this is the biggest X against Harry Kim. I don't want to sleep with seven. It might not be right. 
Like, get the fuck out of here, you loser. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But anyways, oh. I have a new pitch for Star Trek. We'll mm-hmm. call it Star Trek The Annoyers. And we'll have Wesley Crusher as captain. We'll have fucking Harry Kim as the second in command. I like how Harry Kim is like, he's probably still an ensign. Oh, definitely. <laughs> when I met him, like I've met, we meet him, like we meet up with him almost every single Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, you said Hamilton one, and it's so fun being like, "Sup, Benson?" Yeah, it's he's just like, "Fuck you, yeah. you fucking piece of garbage." I know what you're trying to do here. Yeah. It's I own no. a couple shirts that he uh, made because I had to buy them. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. And actually, this is advice to everyone because he does do the con circuit. If you're at a con and Harry Kim is there aka garrett wang buy one of his fucking shirts because those are such high quality nice star trek shirts like i've had one for four or five maybe even six years now and it's still like in mint fucking condition and it's so comfortable and i've worn it quite a bit i'm just saying what does it say it's just like the star trek symbol but it's like for the 50th year it's the star blue star trek symbol and it has everyone like different names of all the characters inside of the star trek symbol I don't know why he's not leading into the fact that Harry Kim never got promoted. So, like, if he did, like, Kim for lieutenant, like, I feel like that would be a fucking dope shirt. Oh, dude. People would buy that up like wildfire. Like, he a, did, like, yellow, there was a captain. like a yellow and just Harry Kim for lieutenant. Not even, like, just, like, the first thing. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what it is, right? It's lieutenant, lieutenant commander, commander, yeah. captain, right? There's yeah, no, something like that. And then admiral. Like, there's no other ones, right? No, I don't think so. And then is it like ensign start or like officer? I don't know. It's like they don't really make it clear. It seems to go from ensign to junior lieutenant to lieutenant to lieutenant commander to commander to captain. I'm sure like one quick Google about this, we would figure it out. Um, But yeah, uh, all that being said, I'm enjoying Discovery. I'm enjoying Picard. Like Picard, like Picard right now is like a Trekkie's fucking wet dream. Like, oh, dude, I don't like if, if, like, I don't know if people are actually like, uh, uh, what's to dislike? Honestly, what's to dislike? Nothing. And that's what's wonderful. It's like such an ode to, and like, um, Patrick Stewart wouldn't have come back if it wasn't going to be a great story to tell. He, he was very yeah. clear about. And so everything we're seeing, like, God, it's good. And I'm so happy that it's not something they just dropped the whole season of. Because this is something we need a week to process between each episode. As much as I'd love to binge the whole fucking season, I, I need people to watch this one episode a week because yeah. you really like need time to think it through and process everything. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, so I change gears again. Speaking of returning, did you see the trailer for Obi Wan Kenobi by any chance? I didn't watch the trailer, but I have seen like clips and like pictures of the release, and it's really interesting. I'm so excited for this show. Like, um, what I like what Star Wars is doing with the last like couple series they do, they're making me want to go back to watch Star Wars Clone Wars because they introduce characters in there that are now introducing as live action characters. So, um, they they introduce like Cad Bane, who I know is a bounty hunter, but I know a little bit about him. But he shows up in Star Wars uh Clone Wars and like all these characters that they just kind of threw in Clone Wars as like new characters are or seeing live action versions of them. And it's just John Favreau and um Dave Filoni going into this 
chest of star star wars toys and just playing with and then we're gonna get this guy and like they're, they're using all of the avenues that they can go down and to create good content and yeah uh I, what i really want is like I, I'm, I'm so excited that you and mcgregor is coming back for this i, I think it's cool, a one yeah. and done season but if i could get a little more I, like i fucking love obi-wan kenobi he's the one character like uh, at least in the prequels that made those movies amazing, especially when he shows up in uh, Revenge of the Sith and he's just like, hello there, General Kenobi. Like, it's fucking perfect. So Yeah, it's really uh, cool. And there's that thing that Star Star Wars kind of did with the Clone Wars is they would be like, please watch this show because we're going to introduce people in this show and we kind of want to make it relevant for when you see the movie because... General Grievous is just going to come out of nowhere as a fucking already established character. And if you don't know him, it's because you didn't watch Clone Wars. Yeah. Clone Wars is the cartoon, right? Animated. Yeah. 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 I have never seen that. Um, I think it's worth checking out. Like there's like, you know, it's, there's some like what it is, is great insight to the Jedi council council. Um, it's the prelude to what the Clone Wars actually were. So it's the, the shit that was going on between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And then I think the later season kind of le- uh, leads into, co- what was it, Order 66? Right. Where the clones finally turn on the Jedi and start murdering everyone. And we get to why. Like, we got um, Ahsoka Toa. Uh, no, Ahsoka Tano, I think her name, or something like that. Um that's in the uh, that's in uh, the Mandalorian, and she shows up in uh, in Boba Fett. But she's an established character in Clone Wars as okay. Anakin Skywalker's apprentice, who then leaves the Jedi Order because she doesn't believe a hundred percent in what the Jedi do. Okay, so like, if you are a fan of Star Wars, and this is the thing I'm kind of leaning into myself is I think I to give these great characters justice, I feel like I owe it to these shows to get into Clone Wars so I yeah. can be just as excited as the next Star Wars nerd. Yeah, when and you find I, out there's more information to like something like this, you you need the pieces. You know, yeah. sometimes you got to go back and fill it in, fill it in. Well, especially because like these things are starting to matter now because yeah. Dave Filoni and Favreau are just going and playing with all every fucking toy possible. Like when you haven't seen the Boba Fett yet, have you? No. Uh, I'm gonna just spoil one thing. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Boba Fett ends up getting a Naboo fighter. Yeah. Like honestly, this is shit that I used to do as like when I was a kid, where I would just like, you know what? This guy's gonna fly the Millennium Falcon now because why the fuck not? Yeah. Who's to say that that's wrong? Who's to say? Like honestly, so yeah. like. He gets an Abu fighter, and it's just it it's exactly like being a child going, and then we're gonna take him, and we're gonna put it on the Nabu fighter, and, and then you're gonna fly off on an adventure. Like it's it's this amazing little thing that's it's enjoyable and it's what like they're showing me that I what I didn't know I wanted to see. 
Yeah, and that's what's beautiful sometimes yeah. about these like new shows is because they're fans too. They grew up their whole lives watching this shit too. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, it'd be fucking awesome. And it's like a group of awesome people sitting in a room coming up with these concepts. Yeah. And they're like, they're, you know, they're giving us everything that we want out of this kind of genre. We're experiencing yeah. the same thing, Star Trek, Star Wars, Marvel. Yeah. They're giving us what we want finally. Yeah, they're just like, but also not only what we want, but I'm also seeing the things I didn't know I wanted. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, for like, sure. Like, I didn't know I wanted to see um, the Mandalorian in a Naboo fighter going joyriding at light speed. I didn't know I wanted to see that. But here <laughs> they are, and I'm going, and I'm glued to the fucking TV going, oh, motherfuckers, they did it. They yeah. fucking did it. So here, I'm just, I'm just so happy to be a fan of this shit right now because things I didn't seem possible. Like, I'm also loving, like, I love that Captain Riker has a pizza oven. Yeah. Like when that, like when that scene happened in uh, season one of Picard, there's nothing that alludes to like Riker, like in like a nice old fashioned pizza, the way that used to be done. Like there's nothing that alludes to that, but here we are. He's retired. He's married. And here he is just like, Hey Picard, let me make you a pizza homemade. Like I got you. Like and it looked good. It yeah, looked fucking but good. It, it, it's just like, oh, he is a human being. Like I get like yeah. they, they throw in human qualities, like when you see that Riker likes to play the trombone or yeah. all these other things. Um it's just I don't know. Like there's just these little scenes here and there that just make me go, hey, they're just they're just doing it. Look, they're just you know, just look at them. Just look just, yeah. just look at that. Sometimes I see a, th- see a thing and I just go to myself. You look at that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> I like that concept of you know getting to watch all this shit. It's crazy. It's a crazy time for us yeah. to be alive to be able to enjoy this shit. When the world was like away from the superhero characters or the sci-fi in general, it was a sad time. And now we're like in the golden era almost. It seems like you know, like we thought in the past it was the golden era, and now we're like. Uh, this might be the golden era. I honestly view what John Favreau is doing right now is saving Star Wars from the mistakes that J.J. Abrams did. Yeah, I see that um, too. Because it's clear to me that he he's he has a plan. And look at the stuff that John Favreau has done. Like he did Elf. He wrote yeah. and directed Elf. He wrote and directed the first Iron Man. Yeah, or maybe he just directed it. I don't don't quote me on that, but I know yeah, that no, he directed no. the first two Iron Man movies. Like he he's doing like he he's he good. Did a movie Chef, a chef. Like he wrote and directed that, where he actually learned how to do all the fucking chef shit he does in the fucking movie. Yeah. Like that's not a stunt guy going chopping. That's fucking Favreau being fucking Favreau. Like for sure, this guy's career is unbelievable. Like look at the early movies he made with like uh, made uh, was it made and uh and Swingers. Like it's just. Yeah. He actually, too, like, um, tried to become an ultimate fighting champion at one point, too, which is fucking crazy. You're just talking about one specific episode of Friends, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but... No, it's uh, impressive either way. Yes, but what I'm what I'm saying is, like, what, what this man <laughs> is doing in, the, like, the creative realm right now is just having fun. Like, he's using, like, the Disney technology. Like, how he got Star Wars is by proving himself by doing Jungle Book and Lion King. Yeah. And I don't like there's no stopping this man like this this guy has a vision and he's saving Star Wars for me like there's people that are uh, like upset with Boba Fett because 
it was a little slow and it wasn't their Bubba Fett. They don't understand the route he chose. And I got to tell you, man, we knew very little about Bubba Fett from the fucking get-go. We knew very a little. little. We knew that he was a bounty hunter and he had like eight lines through yeah. three movies. Yeah. And one of them is like, he's no good to me dead. Actually, I think that was his only fucking line, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think so. And and then, yeah. And then he got easily defeated in Return of the Jedi because a blind Han Solo was like, Boba Fett bumps into him, sh- sets off his jetpack and he gets eaten by the Sarlacc. Like, anticlimactic. We never got anything awesome out of Boba Fett except for it's like, true. who the fuck is that guy? He looks like a fucking badass. Yeah, and people painted this picture in their head of what they wanted of him. But And then, and that's what I think what a real issue is. We're, it's not our fault that this character isn't living up to the uh, character Fantasy. we thought he was, the expectation we thought he was. And these guys are playing with this character trying to be like, Yo, he wants to take over Jabba's kingdom. Like, I fucking, why not? Jabba's not there. Fucking claim it as your own. And it becomes this whole fucking story from there. So. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Like, it really sucks that you're so far behind on all of this. Like. Yeah. Like. One day. Like, just get to there, man. I don't know what you have to do. Just Mandalorian season one was great. I appreciated that loss. But you don't even know the cool things that are to come. Because Mandalorian season two. It's just yeah. amazing. And what I think that what it what it is all kind of becoming is it's I think it's all gonna be under the same umbrella of like they're all the same show. You can call it season one of the Mandalorian, season two of the Mandalorian, but I'm pretty sure the book of Boba Fett goes right in there with I think it should have been called the Star Wars so- like Star Wars stories or something like that, something different yeah. than just like these like solid titles around like a character. But man. I, like the, the potentials everywhere they can bring back the guy that did uh han solo and like the solo movie yeah i want to see that um i, I did back... watch that movie and it like it really did terrible but it was it was a good movie. i really honestly i liked it yeah. like it gave yeah, me it what wasn't I bad at all it gave me what i wanted yeah i wanted to know how chewie met han and i wanted to know how the kessel run happened in 12 parsecs <laughs> That was the movie I wanted. Like, how does like how does he become this amazing pilot? But it was always these things. And then they gave us a little thing that I didn't know about the care uh, care about, like the little charm that Han has on this fucking dashboard or whatever. Like, there's yeah. just these little things that became important through these little hidden details. And fuck, I, I I'm happy with it. I I kind of I'm kind of happy with the state of Star Wars. I know that I shit on the the sequels a lot, yeah. and it's because they're not good yeah that's a very um, good reason to shit on something there just wasn't a continuity of storytelling that we yeah, expected they, go, they went all over the place and yeah like, i'm all for all the things that they probably wanted to do but it was bad storytelling yeah like like out of the nowhere like we hear about the empire returning in the fucking yellow narrative things that's where we yeah. hear about the empire returning that's bullshit I don't understand like why J.J. Abrams had a good name for a bit there because everything he touched was dog shit. In um, ways, I, there's things he did really. What well. is it that he did that earned him to be like the fucking leading science fiction director? Well, because Star Trek was bad. Star okay, Wars was okay, bad. Okay, hold on, hold on. You're saying Star Wars, Star Trek was bad. I think I, 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 I'm, I'm just as much as a Star Trek fan as you. 
And yeah. I had so much fun with those. Movies. Yeah, I agree. It was definitely bad. But like, you know, you're a fucking asshole. Don't just be smirch what I just said. Sorry, like, what did you say? <laughs> I said that they were good. I had yeah. so much fun with them. No, I agree. They were bad. Like, I totally understand that. I'm Same a, with the Star Wars. <laughs> I wish I had something to throw at you. I, just, uh, I like, ugh. If I sent okay. you a pie, would you throw it in your own face? Because holy fuck, I'm upset. <laughs> um, it's just, but he got started with like writing for TV. So he did like Alias. And then uh, I think he wrote on, I think he was the creator of Felicity. And then out of nowhere, he took, he takes over the Mission Impossible franchise. He did Mission Impossible 3, which was honestly fucking awesome. Okay. And then from there he just like then he did lost and then the like all these other things of just like he had a whole bunch of winners so when he had like i love the story of the original like the of the chris pine star tracks i love the first one i had a lot of fun with the second one because you when you play with the fucking timeline you can do whatever you want i get that you're probably upset that it was benedict cumberbatch instead of like a carlos montabon knockoff but like I mean, you can't win them all. I, I, no, I also, no, no. I also there's a few endearing things about it. It's just overall yeah. as a three. And I got to tell arc. you, man, when you get to Star Trek Beyond, finish it because it turns out to be a badass Star Trek flick. Yeah. And I like how like they get into the things that is Starfleet and how Starfleet is flawed and how they're still at war with the Klingons and how they're like all this stuff is still going on. And I, like the things that they touch upon, there's so much potential. Like there's so much, there was so much potential with it. And I, I, I can still watch those and be a happy Star Trek fan. Yeah, fair enough. But you know, you're a grumpy Gus and you hate everything because you're a fucking yeah. curmudgeon. And except you, for Enterprise, I love that. Yeah, I think you're just saying things to get me going, and it's easy for you. <laughs> no, I just like, oh, you know like, what I'm gonna do? Because it's opposite. true, like. He, like, if you look at what happened, though, with J.J. Abrams, he derailed the Star Wars, like, fucking nine movies. He derailed them. He didn't tell a good story. And, like, Star he Trek 2, he, he didn't derailed write the an entire one. franchise to just, I, I think I like to tell my story. Well, and it's like, he, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you you have so much canon. You have so many directions you can go. Why choose that yeah, direction he, for he, the Star he, Wars uh, and Star Trek? Yeah. He, Why? he admitted Why? later on that he didn't have a plan with Star Wars. And that's yeah. the thing where you know something's going to be a trilogy, you need to know where you're going. And all and, he and did, it's like, gold, and I you're think, like, and then like uh, it's it was so successful because we were like, we're getting fu- episode seven, we're fucking seeing it, yeah. it's gonna happen. And like you and I saw it together, and you and yeah. I both loved it. Yeah. But then you watch it again, and then you start to realize what's wrong with it because sure. it was all nostalgia. You're just like, I had to see this. That whole scene when Han turns to Chewie and goes, Chewie we're home and it's just like like goosebumps happen in the fucking theater and you're just yeah. like yes let's do this uh, like han just talking his way trying to talk away out of this fucking bad deal he got himself in and he's talking shit to chewy and he's just like yes i do every time and it's like that banter of just like it's back and then you realize where there's plot holes and like I have my own theory on what I would have done with the Star Wars universe. And then they robbed us of giving us a scene with the original three together. Yeah. No, like, and that's true. Like, I liked, there was a lot of good things. Like they were good independent movies. You know, I enjoyed each movie as an independent and like, it was cool. Like I've talked about this. To you I think you before. want to say individual movie because independent movie means something else. Okay. Individual movies. They were yeah. good. 
I'll let you have that. They weren't independent movies. I know what you're saying. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It could be confused and misconstrued. Yeah. But they were okay movies, you know, and it is the same is true with the three Star Trek movies. They were all pretty good independent movies, like, you know, individual movies. Sorry, I did it again. I got excited. Sorry, but it's just I, overall. Just like just, a, it means something different. That's all. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Overall, as a huge story arc, I don't know. We could have done better. Well, like. Like what would you have done? Like I like I would I'm actually generally interested. Like what story would you have told? If I was rebooting the original, yeah, I don't know. It, there's just something like the Kelvin timeline. There's like I like the idea of having different timelines and stuff like that, which is good. It's just there wasn't a lot. Like it was so action based, and so like there was not a whole lot intellectually involved in the new Star Trek movies. There wasn't like I, it's been a while since I've watched them, but it was like. We let's tell the exact same stories that we told in the past. Let's just update them with flashy scenes and flashy characters. And like, I really liked the casting. I thought it was great. It's just, there wasn't much depth to any of the stories told. Okay. Then could you do me a favor then? Maybe. Could you, cause I'm very interested in this opinion of yours because you are a, like a huge fan. Yeah. There's no denying that. I would be very interested in for you to watch them again with like a notepad and just tell me the story that you would have liked to have been told in those parameters. Interesting. Interesting concept. I think it'd be an interesting conversation to have because I'm not going to say that he nailed it. That's not what I'm saying. I will argue that they're good movies. Well, what story should have been told is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Through through like a guy that kind of like, you have your own uniform, Sean, you're a bit fucking fan here. Like I'm not going to, guilty yeah like, yeah so i think that would be a very interesting conversation to have with you so if you can do that within the next seven days or it, like we can wait until you can get there properly yeah i just i'd be interested because they do what i do like about it is they nail the sh- uh, the kirk character pretty good in the sense that he doesn't necessarily he plays fast and loose with the rules. He he has a level of arrogance that kind of comes with but like it, it kind of comes with that uh, was an, okay. This is another one that I'm just trying to jog my memory a little bit, but they were like, Oh, you're a badass. Oh, okay, here's the keys to the fucking flagship of the enterprise. He didn't that, earn that, it. That's not what, that's not how that happened. Because he I, I, it's it's vague. I, like you said, I'll have to rewatch it and I'll they gave him the they the gave him the enterprise. Because Pike fucking believes in Kirk. Yeah. But he wasn't the first officer right away. First officer was Spock. Then Pike gets kidnapped by uh, Nemo. Yeah. And and then he names Kirk first officer before they can't, because like you have to make quick decisions. And he want, I think he, because he saw the potential of what Kirk could do. He got a field commission captain instead of becoming captain and earning it. Yeah. But there's a lot of holes. I'll get yeah. I'll get it back. But I think but but how does he become captain in the first place? Because I never saw the, the original. Well, he goes to Starfleet Academy and like rises up through the ranks, like but, any but he did. He was on his to. fourth year of doesn't he get the Starship Enterprise after Pike get, becomes incapacitated in that they never really Professor Xavier said, type contraption? They never said hundred percent. He became captain after Pike, but they never told the story of how and when. Okay, so but just to be like, oh yeah, here's a but, here's a brash young officer from the academy. Oh, I think he's gonna be a great leader. Here, here, just take the fucking flagship. But anyways, let, let me rewatch it. I don't want to get into it now because I yeah. I might misspeak, 
yeah. there's no point in us discussing this right now, but I will watch them and I'll get back to you because this is an important conversation to have. If you're asking me why they, yeah, because I'm very, I, I am very interested and like, yeah. I do think it would engage like a good conversation between the both of us of like, stay tuned to uh, two sides of the story. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Star Trek, I, I know that this has been a very Star Trek heavy episode. Hey, there's uh, two new shows right now. We had to fucking get it out yeah. of our systems. And, and then, and, but also like, it wants like, and we're going back to the old stuff. So I'm just generally excited about all, like, I'm just happy with everything I'm seeing. Definitely. Um, do you think we'll get to see the Cisco at all? I have no idea whether it's discovery, whether it's fucking in Picard. You think Avery, Brooks w- Avery Brooks would come back as Cisco to come back as a really old man going like, fuck. Uh, so I was the emissary for a little while there. Hey, Jake, sorry, I was an absentee father for a while. Um, uh, you know, like that kind of thing. I don't know. It would be very interesting to see. I think it would be awesome if you were, their backs were up against the wall and that's when he showed up. Same with Guinan. I've had to say, said the same thing to you. I hope that the situation looks dire and Guinan fucking kicks the door down with two phaser rifles and starts fucking blasting motherfuckers. Yo, like, Guinan's the embodiment of peace, though. Yeah. Yeah. After watching Peacemaker, mm-hmm. peace can be achieved in many different ways. Okay. I really want peace, and I don't care how many women and men, women and children have to kill to get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, on another note, I have a show that I've been watching that I really like. Uh, just started. Um, I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm a big Taika Waititi fan. Uh, he directed Thor Ragnarok, and he's doing the new Thor, and he was the voice between behind. Uh, what's his name? The, the rock dude in in Thor. Um, okay. Anyway, there's a show called Our, Pla- uh, Our Flag Means Death. And it's a show about, like, pirates, but, like, bad pirates. It's a comedy. Yeah. It has Reese Darby, who you may recognize from Yes Man and Flight of the Concord. So he's, like, the manager dude for Jim Carrey and Yes Man that has the New Zealand accent. Okay. And he's, like, like a the best way to describe him is a bit of a dandy who then leaves his family because he's his money and he commissions a ship to be made and he kind of just start leaves his family behind and starts becoming a pirate but he's not badass at all he's just a fucking dude with a, an amazing wardrobe and he has like a library of books on a ship even though if they hit waves or a storm boat they're just gonna fall out all over the place like it's just it's really funny Huh. And it uh, Taika Waititi is Blackbeard, and it's like a whole. It's it, it's a good story with very interesting characters, and I think it's four episodes in right now. I uh, if you want to look for something new to watch uh, while you're doing the Picard and all that, it it's on Crave. It drops every Thursday. It's it's pretty fucking unreal. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I just got. I just watched Love Is Blind with Crystal. I don't know if you've heard of it. It it was fucking I, pretty. Funny. I watched the first season of that because I wanted to understand it. And yeah. I got to tell you, my big complaint about Love is Blind is that there's no uggos. Yeah, that bothers me too. Like, I want to see, like, people with, like, not, like, just with some average-looking people. Maybe a guy's a little bit pudgy. Maybe, yeah. uh, 
you know, like just give me give me some like people that aren't just aesthetically fucking perfect all the time. Yeah, that's and a then, good point. And then would they have these amazing personalities and see if you still fall in love? Because like I think the one thing that the show does is at the end of the day, they kind of all know that everyone's like Pretty. aesthetically attractive. Yeah. So that you can really get to know a personality you're like they wouldn't put ugly people on this. I'm gonna fucking fall in love anyway. It's pretty fucking funny, though, like of a show and a concept like me watching Big Brother and reality shows sometimes like people fall in love on Big Brother because you just spend so much quality time with the person without any distractions of modern world, you know, and the same is true with the show. They're just talking and there's no distractions. So it's an interesting concept. And I love love. You know, it's fun to fucking watch that kind of shit. But it's also really funny because you're like, oh, my God, these couples are going to work out one drink in they don't fuck they're not working out and you're like oh shit like it's just funny like observing love and so so you're doing the season two now or you yeah yeah i i mean crystal watched season one by herself and i started watching season two with her just over the last week here and it's they're short seasons so you can i I could have fun with those shows in a sense but i need someone to at least appreciate my dumb jokes throughout it yeah i'm gonna make fun of it that makes sense yeah so no, it's it's pretty fucking funny though. I'll say that. Yeah, and it's a train wreck too. Like it's like that show I told you about, Friend Zone, and that is on Crave. By the way, I looked so you oh, can yeah? go watch an episode of it just to be like, Jesus, that's a train wreck. But the train wreck moments where like someone's so fucking in love with someone, and then the other person's not in love with them, or like vice versa, it's just really real in those moments when you see like human emotion at that level of pinnacle moments where you're like you know do or die time and there's people like this one dude for instance he fucking loves this girl so much and like but not really but like he's convinced himself that he loves her and then she fucks off and leaves and he's like i'm still gonna win her heart and you're like dude like it's over it's fucking over bro just let it let it go but there's those people in life who just can't let it go so it's like a human study of like how you have these people like all the guy wants is fucking love and this woman is like a terrible person as you watch like the way she can conducts herself and the things that she does you're like you're a fucking terrible person you're a terrible terrible fucking person but the guy and the guy's like so nice and so good but you're like you go, oh man like you gotta protect yourselves from these fucking terrible people either way men or women like if someone's fucking terrible to you don't stay like get the fuck out of there like yeah you know i don't know and there's like a lot of people living that life right now who they're oh. with someone who fucking doesn't really awful. care about them or love them and it's like fuck that's terrible yeah i it, it's fucking awful like you, if you like I, i've i've seen one couple i know i'm not gonna name names but i'm gonna be very vague and one partner is kind of very belittling to the other and they would do it in front of the group of friends and like none of us say anything but like behind their back we're like it's a bit bullshit yeah why are they doing that to that person oh and aren't they terrible. in love like yeah like I, I can get behind teasing a partner if they said something silly and you make fun of, of them and you're just like, ah, oh, that was a dumb thing you said. But to be like, it just seems like one person tends to walk on eggshells because th- when that person gets pissed, their life is immediately more difficult. So why bother? Yeah. No, and it's tough seeing that in like couples where there's a lot of, you know, they're just together because they don't want to not be, like they don't want to be alone. Yeah. You know, and it's... It's just painful to watch when you and see yeah, being in that relationship is a lot easier than not. Or you just get so accustomed to that, that all that shitty behavior is just 
that's the thing that's how it is like that's yeah. just what you're accustomed to. i've known men and women too who just have yeah. a fucking huge fear of being alone so they have to be with someone it doesn't matter if they're a good person or a bad person they just yeah. need to be with someone and you're like yeah. why why but and yeah uh, i don't know like I, i'm at this point where i kind of been like kind of picky with like things like i've gone on dates i've dated but like there wasn't anyone that made me want to like stick around for a second yeah or, or like i i don't know like you have I, to yeah. you have to and also like hard. i keep choosing like these different adventures like i like 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 if you're a woman that i kind of let go of the last little while like i apologize it's just other things just happen like i'm in much well, you're, a man of, you're a man of adventure you're a man yeah. of but travel i will say to- I will say like right now there's kind of one person I've been talking to lately that like there's potential there. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Of course not. If you go back like a few episodes, I got ahead of myself real hey, fucking quick. I like your enthusiasm level though. That's what's yeah, one of the best, but, your greatest qualities is so, like seeing a future. Yeah. So like right now, like I, I like there's something I can see something like right now it's worth the fucking effort and like, for sure. so we'll see what happens there. But yep. And I'm not saying like past relationships were bad. Like when I broke up with Bailey, we broke up due to circumstance and like, we're still on good terms. We still like talk and stuff, but if circumstances were different, we'd probably still be together. But like with the way things worked out, it's just, you know, wasn't in the fucking cars. Yeah. It's just life, but you can be a decent human being to an ex person. Like it's not hard. No, it all depends on the relationship and the people. If it was someone you like liked, you might yeah. still like them after you're not together anymore. It doesn't mean you have to hate them just because you're not together yeah. anymore. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Like you like, sure. There's like a grace period where you're just upset because it didn't work out. Of course. But like at the end of the day, you can, you can kind of be grateful. Like I'm kind of grateful when certain thing, like if you like, I'd rather find out early on that it's not going to work out. Yeah. And like, you can move on. There's 7.8 billion people in the world. Like, yeah, you're able to wish them well too. Yeah, you exactly. know, like life's a crazy fucking adventure, and sometimes it's kind of like cool. a nice thing, like of like, okay, so you're cool. Like, I'm not your forever person, like, like, and you only know that by trying. Yeah. So that's very true. Very, very true. So but no, and that's like love is a funny winding road, you know, and people yeah. change too. So, but anyways, that's exciting. I'm excited yeah. for you. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um. I was like resisting every urge to not be the fucking loser cousin there and be like, oh my God, Tom's in love. But I just, and here you are doing it anyway. (laughs) I didn't say it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We, we got an email. Um, We got a message on the old gram. So we check our Instagram, we check our emails all the time before a new episode. Um, It's from uh, Addy again. Um, and we appreciate the participation, honestly. New listeners, old listeners, shoot us an email. The number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. Hit us up on our Instagram at two sides of the story pod. Um, just ask us anything. TikTok um, as well, two sides of the story pod. If like we respond to messages, we'll always yeah, we, we respond to messages. We respond like we'll, have, we'll do our best to do it like uh, before we record the show. If not, like we'll shoot you a message saying, "Hey, we'll like we record one already, but like yeah. this, we'll, we'll get to it. The, we'll get no, to it. It's on the back burner. So again, just if you're a listener, please like shoot us a fucking email. We'd we'd love to hear from you. 
And this one's a pretty good one. Two sides to every email. Two sides to everyone. Two sides to every email. Settle in, let's get it done. Uh, he goes, hey, Sean and Flapjack. Still fucking beating that drum. Uh, <laughs> if I heard correctly, Sean, you are a fan of Big Brother. If that's true, would you ever want to be on the show? What would be the strategy in the game? And also, how do you think Tom would do on the show? I feel like you guys would have a decent so- social game. Also, quick sides note, very good pun. Uh, when is Tom going to eat the spicy chip? Have a great week, guys. Cheers. Nice. May I begin? No, let's uh, dilly-dally a little bit longer. <laughs> so, Addy, I've thought about this lots, and me and Crystal talked about it, actually. We both think Tom would be fucking awesome on Big Brother. Like, Crystal just recently said to me, Thomas should sign up for Big Brother. He'd be fucking great on that show. Like, it'd be awesome. Like, maybe some of the physical comps would have challenges at times. Not saying that you're not a fucking amazing athlete, but just some of the certain ones would be tricky. But your social game would be fucking on point. Myself, what kind of game player would I be? I would probably be like, I'm going to lay low. I'm going to stay calm. I'm not going to get involved. And I would totally not listen to any of my advice. And I wouldn't go very far. I'd like to think that I'd be like a manipulator behind the scenes, a little bit pushing and some buttons on people. But at the same time, I would just be the life of the party. I'd be fun. I'd be like, let's do shots. I'd be trying to have fun. But at the same time, I'd also miss my life. And I'd be like the guy who's like, I promised myself I wasn't going to cry on the show, but I, I just, I just miss my life. And like that kind of, like it would make you more grateful, but I don't know. It'd be fun too. I think my go-to move on that kind of show, because I have seen the show before. I'm not like, I'm not a religious watcher of it, um, but I have seen the show. I think my go-to plan is to, treat it like i don't care if i win i'm just here for a good time yeah that's smart and then i kind of if you go with that approach i don't think you're a threat to anybody no so that being said i don't know i'm also like the kind of guy that i try to make friends with everyone i meet um like right now working in montreal everyone's been fucking amazing like the the people i've like met like working you just go in, you try to be a good guy. They understand that you're here to help. So they're right off the bat, they're being helpful. Like they're being kind because they're like, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be getting a fucking lunch break. So thank you very much for being here. <laughs> so like right off the bat, that's great. Um, and then I I kind of feel like as long as you can talk properly and like kind of like the game needs mutual respect, but you also want to like, you don't want to be on everyone's radar. Like, I, there's no, a, like, it's a interesting I don't know if I would win the game. I think I would, I don't think I'm first one eliminated and no. that that's a hard pill to swallow. If anything we've seen, like it's all about like the Alliance. Sometimes like you see people who go in and they don't talk game with people and then they don't make it far because they don't have those connections. The trick to Big Brother I've noticed is like get a solid alliance as early as possible, whether it be a final two or whether it be like five of you so you have numbers to fight against other people. But mm-hmm. that'd be like my number one focus right off the bat is like find yeah, but someone. Can you get like them. a final two kind of level commitment out of somebody? Like when you want that, you guys, you want to like you don't know someone's character in week one. No, like, you know, like, but you I mean, can meet like you know as yourself as a judge of character. You know what kind of people you might get along with. Yeah. So you just go to them and like, hey, like let we doing this, we doing this, you know. And that's what my my approach would personally would be try to get a solid alliance going. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like you see people who make decisions sometimes of Big Brother who 
aren't the right decision to win the game. I would be focused, hyper-focused on trying to get that money and be the winner. So I would like slit the throat of my fucking number two in that game, in that show, if I needed to get ahead. Hear that, Big Brother? You heard it here first. Sean's going to fucking kill someone on that show. I would if I had to. (laughs) If I was pushed into that matrix. But I also am not like a very, I'm a people pleaser. I like people to be happy that are around me in certain ways too. And Mm -hmm. I like like cooking for people. And like, I would take that angle too, where I'm like, Sean made pizza for everyone in the house today. Yeah, like, you know, I'd be a fun guy. Okay. Like a I think mushroom. that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, in regards of the chip, uh, it's just a matter of, like, either getting it from Uncle John in Boston or going to... Uh, there was some talk of traveling to eat it yeah. one way or the other yeah. or doing it in person. So we could, like, Addy, the, the real issue here is that, you know, Tom was given the opportunity to eat a chip and someone somehow like it never got recorded. And, you know, these chips aren't expensive too, are expensive too. So we just want to like, make sure we have the right atmosphere um, so that it gets done properly. We don't want to rush this. We don't want to rush this. Like last time we thought we were all good. We thought we had a plan. It fucking failed. It fucking failed. So we just want to make sure that we set this up in the right way. But I like, I I was thinking about this too. And I get like comments about it often. Like, so it's a good thing to address on the show. Yeah. So one way or another, uh, I'm thinking on location has got to happen, but just know, know, Addy, we have the chip. It like will get eaten. Securely at Uncle John's in Boston, right? Yeah. I was actually looking at flights to Boston because like Nashville, uh, Nashville didn't actually work out. Um, for one, uh, I really wanted Paul. Like It seemed like something Paul really wanted to go to. Yeah. And he couldn't make it work this weekend. So um, I think he, he can make it work another weekend. So I'm going to just do it then. Uh, but then I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go to Boston that day and like for this weekend and like i just i i didn't pull the trigger on it like too so many things ended up happening happening on this weekend like uh we had marty's birthday uh, last wednesday shout out to marty i know you're not listening to this because you're a fuck face but and you're busy <laughs> but um shout out to you anyway happy birthday bud and then he's doing the thing saturday night so then like it's nice that i get to be there for that that's and true so, yeah. so like i know that it's like my vacation time and if we learned anything about this, it's that don't schedule vacation time around someone else's birthday because they're just going to dilly-dally with plans all the time. Do your own thing. Um, but uh, I think Paul and I have kind of... I haven't gotten a hard answer out of him yet, but I think I think he's going to come the weekend that I'm thinking of, and so we'll just do it then. Because so, it, nice. it, it's, like, it's an experience that I feel like I should be doing with somebody. Like I can do this on my own, and I know I could. Oh, yeah. But it's not the same as, like, I like that back and forth of, all right, man, here are my ideas. You want to, what do you want to do? And then yeah. here are the, those ideas. Cause then you hear something that you go, like, I didn't even fucking think about that. That is a great fucking call, man. And I think Paul, Paul, I think is the right guy to kind of do this trip with. He's a very laid back guy. Um, I think he's just down to have a really good time. Although I think any and I think he he has a hankering for some of the country music as well. And as a guy that's an avid griller, 
all that stuff of like the barbecue, the Tennessee barbecue, I think he would really enjoy. So he'd be a great person to go with. I, I honestly think he would be like, I honestly think he's probably the perfect person to go with. So yeah. if I had to choose going for the first time on my own or go and then taking Paul later, I think that would have been cool too. Cause I'd be like, listen, man, when I came here the first time, I found this out, I found this out. But like, I don't know, man. I, I think it would be too cool. Like, I think it'd be really cool for us to kind of experience it on our own together. Of just like, all right, man, here we are. Like, we're fucking doing it. Like, I, I think that would be good. Yeah, that's very, a very good point. Some adventures and, are better shared. And then, and yeah, there's going to be solo adventures I do go on. Of course. But this one, this, this one seemed like it, it seemed like a thing that I wanted to do with somebody. And I kind of lean on that. So this way it, it's going to happen. And so if I have to wait like three more weeks to make it happen, Fucking so be it. Like honestly, yeah, who like, cares? I, I I with all the work that I've been doing with Montreal in Montreal, I'm kind of filling up my time bank. So I could take like four days off and just get that money out uh, from my time bank. Easy peasy. Yeah, that's cool. So no fuss, no muss. I like it. Yeah. No, that's awesome, dude. Uh, yeah. And like like you said, sometimes the best things in life are worth waiting for. Yeah, I mean, like, and like I've kind of felt like uh I know that I was talking about Nashville for a little while, but I was also kind of like rushing it a little bit. Like, it was just like, for, for me, I had ideas and I could have like, I, I could have done it, but like, well, you wanted to make it happen, which is like, you, you know, the threat of like the, talking about something and then not doing it is scary. So you're like, I just want to make this fucking happen. Like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. Good. So like good this way, you. like I got three more, like, if it happens the week I wanted to, I got like three more weeks of planning it. I can get Paul involved. And that's kind of like, it's what I rather, I honestly rather, like, I think the hockey game with Paul would be fun. Yeah. I think like experience live country music with Paul would be really fun. Trying out different places, bar hopping. Plus like Paul's a very handsome man. He's going to get women to our table. I think we're going to engage in conversations and I'm just going to wingman the fuck out of him the whole time. <laughs> I think that that'll be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Do you know how to like country dance? No, but I'm really good at faking it till I make it perfect that's yeah. the way to do it i'm just down to have a good time man like i'm yeah. just like, i'm just saying like if you get on the dance floor and you can pull off the cadillac ranch when that's happened yeah. all the girls get up for that dance and you'll be a fucking rock star yeah so i'm, I'm just down like to just enjoy myself i want to go to a predators game the weekend we're the, the weekend we're thinking about going there's one on the friday night so that can still happen like there's still things like i'm still able to do the shit i wanted to do in the first place yeah, and, and then I get to do it with someone that would fucking love it. So I, I think I'm doing it the right way that doing it. I way. agree. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Things to look forward to. And we need those given the yeah. times. So. so good for you. So stand by on the Nashville trip. We were able to record a better episode this week. Last week was a little bit rushed. And then also apologies to like how and when it came out. A lot of weird shit happened with the putting out of last week's podcast that yeah, it was a weird one. Yeah, our normal RSS thing just really shot the bed on us. And I might need to reach out to the guys at uh, Stark Wars about how they, excuse me, about how they do theirs. Yeah. And see where they go from there. Well, we'll see what happens with this week's episode and go from there. Like, yeah. it's been reliable for us. You know, it's crazy. Like, we're getting close to wrapping up here, but this is episode 49, Thomas. Yeah, it is. Like, next week is the 50th fucking episode, Sean. Like, I feel yeah. like we should have a little bit of a bonanza. And then like two weeks after that is 52. That means we've been doing it for a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow us. So, uh, fuck just 
stay tuned, everybody. It was more yeah. shit. This is not a this is not ending anytime soon. Uh unless Sean says some ridiculous things after re-watching those Star Trek movies. I don't uh, <laughs> uh, is, we're gonna have some really good times ahead. I don't think we've done anything too bad that would be putting us in a bad situation. Really? You had to fucking bring still. it up again. Really? What's that, yeah, I don't know. You know what you did. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah, it was fucking funny. I hope I you tr- heard that. Back I got in trouble for that one. With, I hope you heard that back and got disgusted with yourself. I did, and I got in trouble for it too. From who? Just people that were like, "Really? You need to make light of that situation right now." Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to make light of it. I couldn't. I couldn't not fucking say it. But yeah, yeah. you could have. Which would have been the right choice. <laughs> and then you go ahead the week after, after a bunch of people told you it was a bad idea, and then you did it yeah. again. Yeah, I just couldn't resist. What, what yeah. can I say? <laughs> so, uh, terrible. Yeah. yeah, just fucking awful. Terrible. Um, anyway, I think that kind of wraps it up for this week. Um, we're going to end it on that low note, I guess. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so yeah, please again, if you want to email in, that's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. And then you can hit us up on Instagram at two sides of the story pod. Um, feel free to just message us, get us, get us some topics if you want. Like for sure. You want, you want to hear some hot takes. Like it doesn't have to be a question. It just be like, I heard you talk about this. How do you feel about this? And then we can go from there. And then you can also talk about how Sean is shitty at watching movies. And we can talk about a whole bunch of other things. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But yes, we can. Anything like we would love to hear criticism. We would love to hear comments. I like the way like the participation, you know, we have some good emailers and Addy and Kieran and, you know, there's been a couple others who sent us some messages, like become one of these guys, become one yeah. of our top fans. Yeah. We need more sides kicks. Yeah, we do. Uh, we need a lot more side pieces. Uh so please if you if you're not hesitant send us a message uh that being said i'm tom sides and this has been one side of the story and i'm sean sides and this has been one side of the story have a great week everyone live long and prosper yeah yeah sides of the story two sides of the story two sides of the story with tom Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.